This episode, like every episode of Off the Rack, was recorded before a live audience at Comic Pop on YouTube. Join the conversation by subscribing to youtube.com slash comic pop or comic pop returns on YouTube. And now, on with the show. Hello, comic book readers, and welcome to another live episode of Off the Rack. I'm Sal. And I'm Tiffany. Unless you're listening to this after the fact, of course, in which case it is not live, but it was, and you could catch it live every week on Mondays around 5.30 or so. It's not 5.30 now, no, but early. we're a little early. I figure that's actually uh, to our benefit, but you can check, catch us over at youtube.com slash comic pop returns and check out a live weekly comic book discussion series where I and my intrepid, incredible, amazing, spectacular, and web of wife, Tiffany, uh, talk about the latest and greatest in comics and comic book movie-related stuff when the time arises. Like, for example, uh, if there's a big game that is notoriously litigious and won't let you say the name of said big game uh, and the, or, or even a you know the day it falls on yeah no you can't even talk about the day it falls on it i mean it is a sunday we can't tell you the adjective that goes along with it no no else, the else big game sunday big case big game sunday thanks all right that's sure. right we can't talk about that but, but we can, can talk about yeah. The fact that like a lot of commercials that were all really horribly underwhelming came out along with uh, one crazy ass trailer for Doctor Strange 2 into the multiverse of madness. There was also like that little like snippet reel, the reel? No, uh, the DC reel? Yeah. Yes, there was a reel. I don't even know if that was D- if that was a uh, big game related. I just saw that like several oh, days I before the big was. game. Oh, maybe it was. Even if I it... was okay, I was I was convinced. Mm-hmm. This is not talking about any of the things that we said we we're going to talk about mm-hmm. i was convinced that they were going to drop another batman trailer during of course why wouldn't they the big game they didn't they didn't i was convinced mm-hmm. that that was going to happen i'm like it's a few weeks it's two weeks before basically yeah. two two and a half weeks before they're going to drop it now really get some buzz going no and that's just not what they chose to do no. um I don't know. I was I was a little I was a little surprised. Yeah, I'm I'm very surprised by the whole marketing approach behind the Batman. The Batman. But uh, there's so much to talk about. There's a lot of comic book related stuff. We want to mention this show is sponsored by viewers like you. If you're mm-hmm. watching the show live, you can sponsor this episode by using the promo or actually no no promos just by using super chats and ask a question or comment here on the show and we'll read it here on the air. Uh, so thank you very much for those of you who already are doing that. Like yes. Brian Rollins who says Happy Valentine's Day, Happy Valentine's happy Day Valentine's to you, Brian. Day to you. And Happy Valentine's Day to you, Tiffany. You're welcome. Yeah. Not you're welcome, but thank you. Uh-huh. Uh, Jacob Montez, congrats on 100K and happy Valentine's Day. That's a good point. Thank, thank you very you. much, Jacob. Uh, I will mention also that we are going to be having a special 100,000 subscriber live stream happening this Saturday, uh, February 19th, around 5.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Barring any unforeseen circumstances. Which, of course, happens. Uh, it happened the last time we were going to do it. Did. That's why I'm just like, just, just asterisk. Yeah just you know but we will be posting a uh, direct link to the video probably yeah. sometime like after the release of back issues yes we will talk uh more about that but like just you know hang in there hopefully we'll see you there yeah, we'd uh, love to see you there the plan is it's going to be streaming live over at youtube.com slash comic pop and then it will go away from there mm-hmm. and it will magically reappear here on this channel comic pop returns so uh yeah, the plan is actually to simul stream that way, you know, there's yeah. there's one for posterity and it's exactly the same. But in every don't way. go here. Don't that, come here. That won't be where you'll see it. No, well, you won't. You'll get a notification when you go to subscribe to YouTube.com slash comic pop. So, yeah, a uh, bunch of books. Let's talk about some of them. Um, I read Batman Catwoman number 10. Oh, OK. Yep. It's back. Uh, this, of course, written by Tom King with art by Clayman. Clayman has returned. Okay. Triumphant return to uh, Batcat. 
And uh, this is, of course, the 12-issue maxi-series that Tom King and Clayman had initially planned on making themselves, and then uh, life got in the way, and Clay couldn't do the rest of it, uh, mm -hmm. or at least the, the middle chunk of the book. Right. Uh, and, yeah, so let's talk about... Batman Catwoman number 10. Yeah, let, let, let's go for it. Because uh, I didn't read it. I No, you don't like this series. First, first issue, I was done. Yeah, that's fair. I understand why. I mean, like, listen, I wasn't a huge fan of the Tom King Batman run myself, uh, but I was, I, I liked the idea of an outside continuity or nebulously outside continuity mini series that let King do what he wanted mm -hmm. because I believe in artistic expression. And I'm like, if, you, if King wants to tell a story about Batman and Catwoman, Falling in love, getting married, having children, having a life, the death of the Joker, all that stuff. Like, let him do that, you know, because mm -hmm. there's nothing to stop anybody anymore. Um, that being said, the Liam Sharp replacement art, like, you can't escape it. Because here's the, the, the quick and dirty review of Batman Catwoman number 10 is, the art's fantastic. And it feels exactly like the last several issues of this series. You know, like it's Christmas themed. It takes place in three different timelines. Catwoman and Joker have a weird friendship relationship thing. Mm -hmm. uh, they are meeting and working behind Batman's back, even though Batman kind of knows what's going on. Batman's clearly not the protagonist of the story. Right. This book could have been six issues. And I don't think anybody would have complained, except maybe Tom King and Clayman, except Clayman would have been able to finish the entire series. Uh, yeah. Otherwise, it feels like a lot of wheel spinning. Uh, it feels like the Detective Comics run right now, where it's just like, oh, I read that already, and I've read this already, and I'm, um, I'm, I'm kind of done. Uh, that's that's so funny. That's not his normal mini. No, no, it's not. I think I think it's just something. Batman does something to Tom King, right? Like I think there's just something about Batman that like gets in Tom King's way, and I don't know what it is because there's something good about this whole thing, the approach of. Helena Wayne and who she is in the future and the, the the where he puts these these action figures, I really don't have any necessarily completely big complaints. Okay. So what I will say is the Liam Sharp art is so distractingly incongruous to the theming of this story. It does not support the book in any way. Sometimes you can get away with like replacing the artist mm -hmm. for a little while. Letting the like the main but you can tell. Man is the main artist on this book. He's the main man. He's the main man. Two ends. Couldn't finish the book. Uh-huh. And for whatever reason, DC didn't just go, why don't we just not? Yeah, let's just wait. You had a great idea, and it's actually an idea that DC not only had, but executed on a 12-issue miniseries that was highly anticipated with a superstar artist on it who couldn't keep up with the deadlines. And that was when it hit issue six. Stop. Put it out in hardcover. Batman Catwoman, part one. It's just Doomsday Clock. Yeah. Just what they did with Doomsday Clock. Right. And then let Clayman catch up and get his, you know, a year and then go. In next year, we're going to pick right back up where we left off. Yeah, like it's season one. Season one of Batman Catwoman of a two-season series. Yep. That probably would have saved this book. I don't know if anybody's really excited about it anymore. I, I will finish the series because I have been reading it for 12 issues yeah, or 10 issues, I should say. Okay. But uh, it's not 
It's not great. Okay. And it, and it really has to do with the momentum and that Liam Sharp art is just so distractingly not what the theming and the feeling of this book should be. Mm. And there's also like this kind of thematic wheel spinning that I'm like, I'm very interested in seeing the big reveal. There's a, there's a tease of a big reveal at the end of this uh, issue. Oh. A secret that Celine has been keeping from her daughter. And I'm like, I want to know what that is. Okay. So you did hook me. You're hooked. But but I don't like it. <laughs> Monster Man Alex says, Amazing Spider-Man 2 and back issues are helping with the death of my girlfriend. Oh my Just gosh. last week, she always wanted me to send a super chat. Never had anything to say, so I'm going to spend Valentine's Day here with our favorite couple. Well, I'm devastated to hear that, Monster oh Man. Oh, gosh. It's, it's, it's horrific. I, I, I can't even imagine what you're going through right no. now. I yeah honestly I have no words um but well thank you damn. for your support yeah no thank you for the support um from both of you yes um and listen like I legitimately hope that you know each day gets better yeah it may not always feel like it and may some days might feel like you're going backwards but like you're going forward yeah and and it's okay and it, it'll it'll take the time it takes exactly exactly going backward just means that you just you're taking more time to okay. get where you need to be to get healthy yeah it's okay uh rnds 24 congrats on 100k la uh, oh, 100k there we go i've been watching you <laughs> guys since i was 17 now i'm about to move out thanks for the content guys happy valentine's day well happy valentine's day to you as well you and too. congrats on the move yes you have a book you want to talk about um i have many books i know you do talk about i don't um, so um okay let's i i, I want to try to split up the x-men because i feel like there's a lot this there week. are yeah um can we just talk about new mutants real I think, quick i think we need to can we talk about new mutants can for a moment? we talk because i probably should have looked up whether or not this is going to be a permanent change or not for this book but yeah. new mutants number 24 came out written by vita ayala yes and with art by uh danilo bayruth yes and colors by dan brown which just Damn Brown. It's his own little. I loved Angels and Demons. It was fantastic. <laughs> um, you know, the series I've been really digging, uh, especially when Rod Rice is on the book. Yes. And um, you he's know, not. he's not. He's not. He's not on this issue. Who did this cover, by the way? Is this Sinkevich? Uh, it could be Rice. I mean, it certainly is like homage, but in any case. It could be. Uh it's Martin Simmons. Ooh. There was a variant by Peach Momoko, too. Of course there is. I did not see that. There usually um, is. But this is just, you know, we're, we're trying to set up a bit of a new status quo for the, the New Mutants, wrapping up threads from the previous storylines, including, you know, the Shadow King. He's gone now. Okay. Right? Just Farouk is left. All right. Um, and, you know, dealing with the loss, the younger New Mutants um, yeah. who, you know, showed up like, you know, Cosmos and all that. And like how like she wanted to, you know, go through a uh, Cosmar. Um, she wanted to go through the... Um, the crucible in order to try to come back and try it again because like her powers are reality based and so like she ended up like warping herself before she got her powers under control okay but you know others didn't want to participate they're like no you're beautiful the way you are and she's right. like but i don't feel like it yeah yeah this is like now you're just, like telling me that your stigma of like beauty <laughs> is on me so they deal with that and how like she actually they take her to um to uh mask okay and uh get her fixed up that way cool right and like another of the characters um no uh, no girl yeah who's just like basically a brain right they do bring her back cool all right and like you know and at the end it's like storms there and she does like a big thing and i'm like 
Storm's kind of in charge of Arako. Yeah, she's on Mars right I, now. I kind of feel like she wouldn't have done that. I mean, it is a doorway, so she could just walk. She could just, yeah, through. but she's got like so much going on up there. I right might now. find like a new MC. Yeah, and others have. Yeah, others have stepped in. I just, I think they just wanted to use Storm. Yeah, right. Warpath is back. Uh, Thunderbird. Well, okay, yes, Thunderbird is back. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Um, and we deal with that, and it's a very touching moment between he and his brother. Yes, and uh, it looks great. That part looks great. Yes, it does. I've seen that page uh, that was posted really? recently because it's like the first time we're seeing the fallout of the fact that like we literally brought back Thunderbird. Yeah. First time ever. Yeah. And like he just, you know, wanders in and his brother wasn't there when he woke up. Mm. That's what he's dealing with. He's just like, I thought you I thought you would have been the first person I saw. Yeah. What the hell? But he like he's not he's he wanted to fix up the house or like Aww. he remembers his brother being bigger than him. And now he's grown so much. You know what I mean? So he's yeah. like, it's weird right. for him. And so like he wasn't ready. Okay. And so, like, Thunderbird's basically like, it's okay. Like, you've carried so much burden. Because, like, he feels bad. He's like, I never avenged you. And I never did this. And, like, I should have done all these things. And he's like, let me carry the burden for a little bit. Mm -hmm. It's okay, man. So, it's like, cool, right? Yeah. Uh, we deal with um, a little bit of the original New Mutants, right? And, like, first of all, like, Magic's got something going on. And we'll talk about that. Mm. But, like, um, Wolfsbane and um, Danny dealing with, like, the fallout of, like, Wolfsbane finding out that her kid might not be dead and yes. like danny wasn't around to help and mm. like you know what i mean like they're, they're going through that and she's like i killed like uh, x23 oh yeah no not i killed gabby uh, gabby yes my brain's all over the place i'll get with him hi mm. uh she killed gabby so she's like i feel bad about that but it wasn't her fault it was the shadow king yeah right so nobody really blames her but she blames herself right naturally it's a lot it's a lot going on mm -hmm. you know the two of them are together they're gonna work through things they're gonna find the kid blah 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 right magic's talking with richter in the in the in the bar area talking about how like you know you're like a druid and like maybe the thing that we're missing like we're missing a communication like we should as mutants should be able to communicate better and she's like maybe it's magic like so maybe we should blah blah, blah like teach these new young kids like mutant magic okay right? but then she like focuses in on madeline Pryor. okay and i'm like don't do that yeah why don't also, she really didn't factor in. Like, we brought her back. We did this whole thing. And then, like, we had this book called Inferno and it had nothing to do with her. I know. I know. Kind of weird. So, it's really weird now. So, like, yeah. So, those two have, like, a moment where they're just like, she's like, what if I could give you everything you ever wanted? Mm. And I'm like, Madeline needs a new costume. <laughs> Not because, like, it, like it, it's accurate. Right? Yeah. But comparatively to what everyone else, everyone's got, like, this new kind of updated vibe going. Yeah, and I'm she's like, she's not. And I'm like, okay. We're not having any growth here. Then. No. The really big problem with this book for me is the art, unfortunately. The art for this book is inconsistent at best. Mm -hmm. And at times it is just, I don't even know. Like it, It's so jarring compared to what this book has been and to how, how good that like Thunderbird, you know, hug sequence yes. is like it's that that's just like really beautiful art with like a like a like a really like minimal background. Very, and like yeah. it just looks really great. And then the rest of the book is just all over the place. And I just don't understand. It doesn't seem intentional. Like, you know, the rice, like, or like with Sienkiewicz, where it's like, it's all over the place, but in a way that like is done with intent and like to like create a certain mood or emotion. I just didn't get that here. And I'm really hoping this is not the direction for this book. Mm -hmm. Um, because this book's fun, you know, you're dealing with some of the younger mutants, you're dealing with some new mutants, <laughs> uh -huh. um, and, you know, you're dealing with, like, like we just dealt with the Shadow King. It's, a you know, an interesting player that doesn't really get a lot of, like, light in the main arc of what's going on with X-Men. Yeah. So it's just a, a cool place for uh, mutants that used to be new, but <laughs> now are, like, the senior ranks. Yes. 
to you know continue their stories but the art for this i just i could not i couldn't get behind it yeah just not great unfortunately that is um, unfortunate you know this artist i'm sure like will continue to work and i think improve their skill yeah because it's clearly there it's clearly there like if they can do this page they can do better yes um but it just everything else it just felt it, it almost felt like something like that those sequences were done by like a different person mm. but they weren't i don't know weird just a little rough so anyway that's what i got <laughs> I, I i just you, do you recommend the book um i mean this is an interesting place to pick up because it like gives you an opportunity to get a handle on what has all the issues beforehand to some extent like yeah. in the more recent stuff I, don't, I wouldn't say beyond when you were reading it it was going back and forth mm-hmm but once it got like to a stable, here's the artist, here's the story. We're not jumping back and forth. Yeah. It kind of collects that a bit and goes like, hey, this is what's been going on. And then gives you like, hey, this is where we're going. Yeah. Again, art aside, don't poke the hornet's nest of metal and prior. I just, <laughs> I just, you're just asking for it. Yeah, but you that's just, the story. That, that's the I idea. mean, that is the X-Men. That has just been this age of Krakoa is like, everything's awesome. But what if yeah. I just took this like jar of mur- murder hornets and I just shook it as hard as I could and then opened it up? Well, what happened? What would have happened? Yeah. That sounds like the X-Men. Maybe. Ouch. Why am I being hurt? <laughs> I don't understand. Yeah. So mm. I don't know. That's what I got. That's fair. <laughs> uh, by the way, we didn't do the uh, thing we've been doing, which is or the thing we started last week where it was like art writing a story. Yeah. Um, Batman Catwoman art. Great writing, fair story, fair. Uh, I don't recommend it, but I, you know, if you're thinking about it, check out number one. Don't don't read number ten. Yeah. Um, did I do another one? I think that was it. So, all right. Okay. Uh, reading some super chats really quick. A living sure. freak says Happy Valentine's Day to the comic pop crew. Did you guys see the Jurassic World Dominion trailer? And if so, how much did you cry? Uh, I didn't cry at all. No. Uh, but uh, I'm not like okay, so I'm not the huge world's biggest Jurassic Park fan. Like That's I saw Ethan. Jurassic Park a lot. <laughs> yeah, Ethan's our resident Jurassic Park fan. Um, I I've seen Jurassic Park number one a lot. I've seen Jurassic World, uh, less. Uh, Jurassic Park 2 even less than that and Jurassic Park 3 probably more than that because it came out like in theaters and I caught it because I was like hey Jurassic Park I'll check that out and it sucks uh, but nothing sucks like that last Jurassic World movie that Jurassic World movie was real bad so I was like yeah but then we saw the, the trailer for the new one and I was like eh, okay <laughs> yeah uh, so it looks yeah. fun uh, horrible gelatinous blob <laughs> Thanks for spending your Valentine's Day with us. Off the Rack makes me on Monday every week. Well, thanks, Blob. Appreciate it, man. Uh, Dan V900, Warner Brothers and Sony not working to spend $6 million to promote... Not wanting to spend $6 million to promote the Batman and Morbius for the Super Bowl spot is weird, but I see the Batman marketing everywhere. Morbius being six weeks away is rough for the film. Um, I don't see the Batman stuff everywhere, but to each his own. As far as Morbius is concerned, I didn't even think about it, and I couldn't care less. Uh, he also follows up to say, I like Batcat 10, but the sharp art was a huge mistake. I've been very up and down on it. The secret is the Joker is Helena's dad. So help me God. Uh, what was the other thing? Mr. Ketch, which I hope is uh, Danny Ketch. Uh, yeah. The big secret has to be Helena is Joker's daughter with <laughs> Selena. Hoping X lives phalanx Wolverine will be a costume in the Wolverine <laughs> video game. That would be great because it looks that super would be, cool. That would be great. Uh, Living Freak makes me wonder if the power brokers at DC, like a Louise Simonson, Paul Levitson, Mark Wade, were still around. Would DC be more on track with deadlines, staffing, and storytelling? I, I, 
I it, think it's it, a different it's a different beast. You can't is, run DC Comics the way it was in the 80s. No, but and I think it has less to do with the creative team as much as it has to do with the leadership because it really has to come from the top down. Yep. You know, and I just I just I don't know if they found that balance. They haven't at all. No, like you can have Williamson create a crisis and kill the Justice League and mm-hmm. write the Justice League incarnate book and set up in front of Frontier. But if he's not like an executive or there isn't an executive whose like job it is to shepherd the books and help like rally support and get mm-hmm. people excited and keep people on task, then like it's just a writer doing whatever they want. And it's not necessarily like a direction for the company. And uh, maybe there is, but it doesn't feel like it. Right. So, you know, that's that's where they are. Uh, RK in the Justice League annual got to see Captain Adam come back in a background splash page. So I'm enjoying having one of my favorites back, even if it was probably by accident. <laughs> also enjoys the DC V-Day book. I didn't see that. I did see that. But nice. it, was, it was one of those like $10. Oh, yeah. Minis. No, I'm not going to read that. A lot of times I'll end up picking that up at a dollar. Yeah, you'll find a lot of those. Probably. Uh, what else did you read? Um, I read The Secret X-Men, which, by the way, in Secret. inside they go, shh, it's the X-Men. I was like, that's mm. the joke I <laughs> the very obvious joke that i made yes um it's written by teeny howard with art by uh francesco mobley okay Mobili. yeah um talking about the writing i've seen howard do better i'm not saying it's bad no i've just seen howard do better and about the art it's fine it coloring for it's a little weird for me mm-hmm. it's a little flat at times it looks like a lineal U cover by the way and if it is, the coloring is really weird. It is. It okay. is Lanil Yu and Sunny Guo. Yeah, that coloring uh like is is just wrong for this cover. And I think that like sends a message for me. The colors in the book get a little muddy sometimes. Yes, it's just yes, they it's do. a specific it's a decision, but then there's like there's some there's just like some great looking panels. But yeah. then there's less great looking panels. Yeah. Anyway, what's this book about? What even happens? What is this book about? Do you remember all those X-Men or those mutants that you got to vote for when they chose Polaris? Yeah. What if they were all on a team <laughs> together? <laughs> That's not a bad idea. That's what this is. I like that. That's funny. That's what this is. Basically, um, so all over the place death bird finds out that there is a plot that something will happen to xandra you know the daughter the baby, of, yeah. of lalandra they're not, she's not a baby she's i know but like woman. the daughter of yeah she is she's Xavier a fully grown adult and yeah. and lalandra yeah no she's not an adult she's like a she's like a child empress so she's like a kid yeah, well not the way she's drawn well that's how that happens <laughs> she's supposed to be like 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 i don't know 12 right maybe 14 but um that like there's a plot that you know that she'll be taken right so isn't she like isn't every plot about getting her yeah um but this plot is different oh it's not i don't know um but like they have like two precogs uh Mm -hmm. delphi and oracle who are like yeah something's gonna happen and so like um Deathbird seeks out the head of the X-Men who Sunspot is pretending to be as he's at like a party with like, you know, the Shi'ar Empire. And yes. so like they take him and they're like, get your X-Men together and, and like help out. And he's like in love with Deathbird. He sees her. He's like, okay. Yeah. I, I we am, set up and I think New Mutants. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to help the hell out of this woman. Yeah. <laughs> how, how, how can I help her? So of course he calls on his friend Cannonball, whose wife is working with the Shi'ar. The Shi'ar um yeah what's her name power or something yeah i can't remember is it smasher smasher thank you um and um basically he's he's like cannibal thinks that he's talking about hypothetically but no he actually has invited banshee and forge and boom boom and armor and tempo and marrow and strong guy to 
Cannonball's house. Okay. And they're basically all going to get in a ship and leave to go to this like secret place because mm-hmm. like they need to be tested whether before they can like be trusted to help with Xandra. Why? But before they leave, Gladiator and Smasher show up and are like, okay, so check it out. Like um Xandra's missing, Deathbird's gone, and the two oracles are also missing. So clearly she's become a bad guy again. And so like we need to find her. Okay. And like, you know, Sunspot's all like uh so they don't say that they're involved at all but they are gonna go and assist so basically they're like well no matter what we need to do this they all get new costumes okay are they fun um yeah they're they're interesting they are interesting um, uh they they fight some intergalactic bounty hunters marrow creates a like bone space suit i was gonna say yeah big bone but yeah it's a ba- it's a bone suit it's a bone suit and uh bone suits ready yeah bone suits ready banshee does something kind of dope where he almost kills himself but it's <laughs> totally fine mm-hmm. and uh, then they end up at this like big like moria-esque door they do make a joke about that but not like knowing wizard and stuff oh, yeah okay. um turns out it's a, a krakoan gate and they find because oh, uh Deathbird planted it there that was like part of their test right? oh okay so they get in there and then like uh inevitably Deathbird is like hit with something and then teleported away oh no and so like the like the the new like secret x-men or have to work with uh xandra except like they all right the oracles are like delphi and oracle are like oh they can't know that like something happened to deathburg because like that'll put us at a disadvantage so she just like wipe their memories and like send them home it's really weird it's very all over the place and that's not what i'm used to from teeny howard's writing sure um and i don't okay so Maybe because there's no Hickman. That's I was gonna put my tinfoil hat on, but I didn't even get a chance. Sal's like, "Hang on, I'm already there." Yeah, put my tinfoil hat on. I'm gonna do it anyway. I don't care. Please put my tinfoil hat on. That like this is a teeny Howard writing X Men without the guiding hand, right? Without the person helping to set it up. It's like finally bit. Hickman's gone. Now it's teeny Howard's turn. I don't just... think it's like that. I don't think it's that like feeling. Um, but it, it's just it's a lot. Yeah. Um and characters i don't know there's just it's not enough to be exciting it's but even though there's a lot going on yeah and like the idea that it's just like he says it's because it's like that like he's like oh we all like talked that night after polaris like got it and they had a good time we congratulated her and then we kept drinking and then we were all trying to pitch why we were would have been a better choice but we all had a good time and it was fun right Uh and it turns out that xandra secretly like influence their her, his picks to pick this very specific team because like you know they all wanted to be on the x-men but they are all like worthy because they're friends they're allies or whatever it was very weird and i'm like it's really just because you knew they're interested in any of these characters because you put them out for a vote and then you're like what if they just made their own team yeah, you didn't need to explain that you could just said it was like a book club or something but whatever yeah so it this was okay Rock. That's all I have to say. This is okay. And like, that's unfortunate. This is not, yes. it's not going strong so far for me. No, it's it, now is not the time uh, for things to be okay and not like great. Yeah. Uh, the telephonics say as someone who's never read Dr. Strange, what are Tiffany's recommendations? Actually, I did read 2005, 2006's Dr. Strange or strange. I should say oh. that was uh, the doctor is out. Yeah. Yes. And that's fine. Uh, you know me, I'm always going to tell you to, to read the oath, read triumph and torment um read uh aaron's run uh it's just you know it, it's just fun i know people hear that now because now like now just an aaron people are like he doesn't know how to write and i'm like no trust me he does you're gonna enjoy it you're gonna have a good time with that uh 
if you want, you could read that other book that I don't like that much. Is it, is it called Strange as well? Uh, you're talking about like the JMS Strange? No. Oh, no, that's into Shambhala. But if you can find that, that's great. No, that's that's JMD's really out there. Strange. Yes, sorry. <laughs> Telling you, JMD... my, my brain is like somewhere else right now. My brain is trying to wrap it, itself around what's happening to the X-Men right, right. now because I can't. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, J- James D. Mateus is into Shambhala is good. Yeah, the JMS run i'm not a fan his matrix inspired like half reboot there are people who like it and yeah like there is definitely some influences there in the movies as well like things from that book are there so you might want to check that out uh you could do almost anything from like the 90s it's just fun it's silly and it's fun um you'll get some rintra in there yeah so you'll be like oh you'll be a little more like wise um not necessarily his origins depending on how far back you go, but you could get that too. And then of course, if you wanted to, you could go back to pick up some classic, you know, Ditko era yeah. stuff. If you'd like to like into, uh, uh, don't pay the ferryman, that kind of thing. Yeah. That's I think Stern Stern. Well, I said Ditko era. Well, and the then Dit- it comes after. Well, uh, yeah. Super Saiyan Indian says, could you guys consider doing a back issues on the Elseworld story? Superman, the dark side, it's a favorite of mine growing up, so it'll mean a lot if you could check it out. We have uh, multiple copies of that book, so we will one day hopefully get to it. As long as it's not JLA Whatever Pain the of the Gods. <laughs> Which you just read. I did. Not that it was bad, but damn that ending. Yeah. Damn that ending. Uh, Abe Sapien, a comic pop, just got done with a 12-hour workday. Glad I could catch the show. Happy Valentine's Day. Thanks for recommending Monkey Prince. Can't wait for the next issue. <gasps> Yay, right? Isn't it fun? Uh, and thank you very much for supporting us. And uh, sorry you had to do 12 hours. Thanks yeah, for hanging that, out. That us. does suck. Was Monkey Prince, you did that. You were you recommended it and then reviewed it already. Yeah, it was last week. Right. That's what I thought. Let's um, talk about Moon Knight. Yay, Moon Knight. Moon Knight came out and made me realize that there was a tie-in to Devil's Reign. Yeah. That I did not read. But who cares? If, uh, this, you don't need to. Yes, you do. Oh, why? Luckily, they explained to you what happened in the uh, intro. Yeah. And uh, so that helped a lot Mm -hmm. because Moon Knight's not in this book. No. Because Moon Knight was arrested by the Thunderbolts. Yeah. So I didn't realize that. It was a blink and you'll miss it moment. Well, it's the whole issue is not like Moon Knight's not in it. It's it's the other guy. Oh, yeah. It's Dr. Moon. Oh, no. Not Dr. Moon. Yeah. His like brother in arms. They're friends now. Yeah. Yeah. They're cool. They're friends. Okay. Um. This is written by Jed McKay with art by we're, by we're back. We're back with artist Alessandro uh, Capuccio. Yeah. Which is a welcome, welcome return. Um, yeah, the art's really cool. Art's really cool. This this issue was dope. Yay. Even without uh, Moon Knight. Yeah, this issue was just dope. It would have been as fun with Moon Knight, but like just a really like cool issue to read um bringing back a um villain mm-hmm. I, i'm hesitant to call her i mean yes yes and no maybe um but it's this uh i want to make sure i get this correctly because there's a lot of um alliteration and and <laughs> the way my brain's going today mm-hmm. stained glass scarlet oh uh, yeah that's a lot to say yeah stained glass scarlet uh she's just a lady she was just a lady uh, who her uh, her name is Scarlett uh, Fascinera. Okay, she's 
And uh, she married a mobster and they had a son and then the mobster died. And then the son turned out to be a jerk and she ended up killing the son. Oh, my God. And then she kind of she was like a vigilante and she had a crossbow and that was her whole shtick. Okay, Right. Uh And then she died. Right on. Yeah. And but like people keep saying that she's back. They see like like people in this area like light candles like to her like like say prayers to her that kind of thing her like symbol keeps showing up right so he you know dr moon goes after her Mm -hmm. and uh it turns out that i was like okay this is where we find out it's like oh it's someone else pretending or like she's still alive no this is completely like magically supernaturally Ah, based good that's how it should be right Mm -hmm. and it's dope it's just about story and how story is power and and then Kanchu shows up and like it's just some really spectacular images in this particular issue um you know capuccio really like you know going for it right like i'm back i'm I'm kicking the door in yeah very much that very much that um and then the end the epilogue of this because this is really just kind of like a little one shot i think because it's it's touted as a tie-in yeah but there's technically a different tie-in mm. that tied in okay i guess or perhaps that was just issue seven and i missed it mm. these are all possibilities everybody mm-hmm. but anyway you, you can just pick this issue up right and just read it even if you don't know who dr moon is you kind of get an idea you'll be fine right? yeah you'll be fine you could just enjoy this issue yeah um and you get the epilogue which is like oh my gosh uh rutherford winner is missing and you're like, who is that? It's a character that Jed McKay created for like a digital exclusive series for oh Marvel. Oh my God. Okay. And then I was like, oh yeah. Jed McKay is like very much this. He's like, hey, I know a lot of like history for these characters. Yes. But also check out this character. I right, but also I made a character and I'd like for them to be in the show. So please give me a lot of money. Yes. As is the case for everybody. And I'm not blaming him. He's not the only one to do it. No, 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 no. no. So do you recommend it? I do, especially this issue. Like I said, like this one. It's a good jump on. I think it's, I don't know if it's necessarily the best jumping on because there's been things that are going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'd say it's a good opportunity to get a feel for McKay's work and the the art style that has overall been throughout this book. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, Vance Cunningham, been listening to this pod year for a year now. Keep my uh-huh. love of comics alive. Any thoughts on the new Lord of the Rings show teaser? Yeah, did you watch the trailer? Did we watch the trailer? For what? For Lord of the Rings? Yes. Not the one with the with the ring with the I mean when the one with the people in it. Yeah, we watched it. We did, yeah. Uh I watched it again today. Uh it looks really bad. It's a trailer. It's hard to say. Yeah. I, I uh, there is something about all right, so at least with like a lot of other franchises where it's like, here's the franchise, and then we move on, and like there's been some time that passes, and then we're gonna do something within that world. They try to do something that like look similar right yes this doesn't feel like it has a like the look of those movies now i understand i understand entirely that that is probably not feasible on a on a a amazon show budget i mean it was 500 million dollars from what i understand it's a lot um but inflation i don't know um but it just didn't have that same feel no no not at all now it could be the trailer cut it could be the look i mean like the CG was not great in the trailer. Again, it's like maybe 45 seconds long. Uh, but my love of Lord of the Rings comes from those movies and the like community that was built around it and the friendships that were formed as a result of having been excited about those movies. They were, they were forged like rings. Yes, like rings or, or blades uh, in the mines of Moria. But like <laughs> uh, you tell me 30 years, 25 years later or whatever, like, uh, 
hey, we're gonna we're gonna do more Lord of the Rings, but it's like all before all the stuff you care about, and uh, none of the things that you like about those movies are gonna be in these. Like, we're just gonna capitalize on the frame. It'd be like if they said, hey, we're gonna do like a Doc Brown Begins show, you know, starring no one from Back to the Future, but it's gonna be about like how Doc Brown was like a smart. It's like me, like young Sheldon, but what about Doc Brown? Okay. I, I won't even be watching it. Like, I don't, like, you know what I mean? It's just, that doesn't appeal to me in any way. And it mm-hmm. only opens the doors for more like things to diminish the thing I like. So why would I watch it? And I, I, that's how I feel about this show where I'm like, I don't care about Lord of the Rings before Lord of the Rings. I don't care about what like Amazon's trying to squeeze out of this rock. Like, I, I, I don't, I don't care. And I'm not interested. Mm. And then like the trailer, I'm like, it wasn't even like, I got to see that. Like after that, I was like, yeah, okay. And that's, it, yeah. it didn't make me go like, oh, this is, oh man. It's weird. It just didn't feel very lived in. No, no, it didn't. And like it, you know, and I, and I, I think we, we saw something about this together that like, there was something about the like overall like aesthetic of each of like the races of middle earth right like they all have a very distinct uh costuming yes and i felt like it was missing oh yeah like no, in very a way minimal. where i'm like i'm like wow this is almost like how did we get from here to there then like it just creates this weird disconnect totally. i don't know it's just yeah very different very yeah. different uh will i am golden this is off topic question but is madam webby mutant this is a short answer but no uh <laughs> And uh, yeah, and then Eric Gant says, thanks for the great content, guys. Uh, with Dan versus T'Challa, Spectrum in America, Chavez officially being in the MCU, do you think we'll get Blue Marvel? Yes. I think that's an inevitability. It's as inevitable as Thanos. <laughs> nice. Thank you. Nice. Uh, so I guess we could talk about the 10 lives. No, of- I got one more. All right. And it was my favorite book of the week. Oh, that's right. This is my favorite book of the week I'm about to talk about, and it was one that I completely didn't i saw it in the list last week and was so over like what this book is about yeah i just assumed it was about something else didn't even bother to look at it didn't look at the creative team on it no and then this week for some reason i stopped Mm -hmm. i don't know and took a look what made me stop and take a look but it was an instant buy for me yeah um yeah the black label book came out this week and it was called suicide squad blaze and for me i was like Oh, good. Another Suicide Squad <laughs> book. Because it's like a bunch of them out there right yeah. now. And then I saw who it was by. It's by Simon Spurrier and Aaron Campbell, the team who did Hellblazer. Now, occasionally, Matt, uh, Matea Bagara would yes. also sub in there. But that's the OG team for me. Yeah. From that book. And here we are. It, it, this book is so dang good. Yeah. So, it is 50 pages. And it went like. seven bucks 50 pages that's not bad so freaking good very interesting take on the suicide squad those characters are technically in it like we got peacemaker king King shark harley quinn captain boomerang captain boomerang yeah that is not who the actual suicide squad is in this like they're there but they're like more like chaperones there is a different suicide squad in this okay and they have a very different reason why they're a suicide squad cool okay there's like I don't even know where to start with this. I want to like tell you about this, but I don't well, want to. Well, tell us how tell. the art is. The art is amazing. I love Campbell's gritty realism. I love the look of his world. Yep. I don't want to live there. I don't want to be um, a part of, you know, what <laughs> of anything that he's drawing except to look at it. Yep. Because like his world is dour and sad and grimy and just terrible. Um, 
but like the effects he can capture not only in terms of emotion and people's faces but like he does these incredible effects to either like showcase like superheroism mm -hmm. or like something horrific so good so so good nice um writing knocks out of the park spurrier knocks out of the park for me shocking again it is this is a this is a this is a sad angry world we're living in, <laughs> in this book and i'm okay this works for this topic right yeah. um the idea is that some all right somebody in gotham ends up like street pizza as they call it yeah. right mm -hmm. and so like batman shows up for like a hot second so getting to see campbell draw batman just where's that book now right where's where's, where's the like it's just one freaking panel and it's just great it's so good yeah um, wow. anyway um but like they put together that this one death is actually in a series of other deaths okay that have been going on for quite a while all over the world all right like people are basically just like plucked from the earth okay by something yeah and then when like they dropped, yeah, and like when they're fall, like they're often toyed with and or other things that are mm -hmm. inappropriate, but appropriate in a black label book. Um, and then like their necks are broken, but like, like they're like, oh, are they cut? And Batman's like, that's teeth and fingers. Mm. So there's some sort of flying monster, basically. Right, there's just grabbing folk. Yeah, um, but it's been pretty random. It's just it's been completely well, it random. seemed random. No, it, it is random. Okay, all but right. then eventually, like someone white and rich enough was killled, and so all of a sudden, everyone was like, "Hey, we gotta stop this flying monster before it gets one of us." There. That's why I feel confident in saying that. Of course, specifically yeah. mentioned in there. Yeah. Um, and so like uh, Waller is activated. Uh, the like Blaze protocol is activated. So she's like, "Okay, mm. here we go." So she calls in the Suicide Squad that is advertised on this book and they yep. made a, an offers made to them and they're like i'm out i'm not doing that okay because the offer is typically like you get a reduced sentence of course and she's like that's not what the offer is right so they're going to get like a, like get like a pool of randos right like just people one of which is our narrator ah and like how he was actually involved in like a heist that went awry a super was there screwed it all up yeah but like this guy got blamed mm -hmm. i mean it was his fault he was doing the heist sure okay and goes to jail and is serving his sentence <clears throat> the blaze protocol is they have something and what they're going to do is inject it into five people after this like knockout like cage match kind of thing mm -hmm. and like it'll give them some kind of powers okay because they need something because like they some kind superman of edge. can't they can't figure it out they can't figure out where they are but these guys have an edge somehow right? mm -hmm. they, they figured it out but like they don't want to bring in superman and batman and the justice league and all them right they're going to give them these powers going to become like godlike yeah it's like okay right but they have three months to live uh it like burns out their bodies yeah that's cool that's what that's what they call blaze i guess yeah there's also like a little like like thing that you find out at the end that like I, I'm gonna tell you this one of them dies okay right yeah and it's like the Highlander <laughs> the power the, from the one transfers into the other and every time that happens it shortens their lifespans oh but it makes them more powerful okay that's I'm cool. like I'm in clearly whatever is hunting them must be like somehow connected to this blaze right yeah it's written it's just written so well it's so like it's just juicy yeah just juicy also um spurrier gets a moment in this where there is a narrative like the narrator talking to us is our main protagonist but there's a moment where clearly this is just spurrier talking to us <laughs> where like he goes like you know he's talking about 
the, the difference between like storytellers and like, you know, it's all about who's telling the story. That's what like makes a difference. Right. Yeah. But like, he goes like, you might as well give up on structure and just roll with the big visuals. That's what you want reader. Isn't it? The big dumb beats. And I'm like, cause don't forget, like, it wasn't technically canceled, but <laughs> Hellblazer was did not was not allowed to continue. And yeah. there was more story to be told, mm-hmm. but there wasn't enough of those big beats in there for yeah. a lot of people to jump onto that. And I loved that moment because I was like, hey, that was like for some of us yes. who like like mourn the loss of that series. So uh-huh. if you really enjoyed Cy Spurrier's uh Hellblazer, you probably will enjoy this. It's not a big investment. I believe it's three issues. Because mm-hmm. most of them are right okay right yeah i don't know how many issues it is um but again this kind of came out of nowhere for me it is the oversized format which is also nice because campbell didn't get that last time no hellblazer should have been a black label book and it was hellblazer was black label, like what like this yes but they made it the regular size campbell's getting the oversized edition so i'm looking forward to picking this up in yeah um physical as well because i bought it through comiXology and but now i'm like "Mm, i'm gonna Mm. get a physical (laughs) (laughs) such this is my book of the week Yay! Your book of the week. That oh, was we my, gotta... that was my book of the week. Oh well, Devil's Reign number four of six came out from <laughs> Chip Zdarsky and Marco Cicchetto. This is we're we're rolling towards the finish line of Civil War three and a half or whatever. It's uh it's fine, you know. It's continuing. Uh, Rhino has a change of heart. Uh, Fisk figures out how the Purple Man crystal thing that he stole from Emperor Doom's powers work, and uh, there's a big scary reveal. There's also some like some, some heavy implications of some really cool stuff probably happening in a Doc Ock book that I'm just not reading. Okay. Like, I should have been reading, I guess, these like the, the Doc Ock Devil's Reign miniseries that's coming out at the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple of fun moments that, like, you know, it's, it's fun to see like Doc Ock and Fisk, they're classic Spider-Man villains. They don't really have a lot of interaction with each other. Doc Ock was a master planner. Fisk is a master planner. Mm-hmm. Seeing Doc Ock be like a flunky of Fisk, who's just like, I'm not your flunky. And it's like seeing that kind of dick measuring was really cool. Uh, Matt dealing with Foggy and his evil brother and Fisk uh, dealing with uh, his new wife, Typhoid Mary, and all that stuff. We got to see some cameos from the vault ca- characters. Uh, watching the Fantastic Four break out of prison was really cool. It was it, That was the most like a... Uh, like the Civil War moments, like in Civil War. Wait, who's Typhoid Mary married to? Fisk. <laughs> yeah, Vanessa died like a while ago. Oh well, yeah, I figured. Yeah, and then, uh, oh, I guess uh, Ben Riley tried to give Fisk a clone version of her, and Fisk murdered her, and was like, "No, <laughs> she died." Uh, and uh, then he falls in love with Typhoid Mary, marries her. Uh, but yeah, like there's a big, like cool moment that reminded me of like the big moments that were in Civil War mm. one. You know, like there were some pretty cool like Steve McNiven splashes. And uh, it's fun to see like the Fantastic Four, Iron Man and Moon Knight escape. I love Moon Knight, by the way, because he needs to escape. And he's like, where's my sheets? And he just wraps his face up in like a big towel and uh, uses blood and right, like puts a crescent moon on his forehead. Like it, it's 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 pretty fun. It, the uh, <laughs> There's also a lot of like moments, like snippets where it's like if you're reading this as a book by itself and you didn't read any of the daredevil book, you're going to be like, who cares about that? Like who cares about Fisk's illegitimate son? Who's trying to be the Kingpin. And like, who cares about any of the, the, the plot threads from Zdarsky's daredevil? Well, you should, because you should be reading daredevil, but go. uh big cool moments and, uh, and, and, and major stakes for daredevil, like huge implications. And I don't think Zdarsky's done with daredevil. So, you know, you need to read the series in order to know like what's going to happen to Matt 
later on. I also just realized that like he did the Daredevil logo, but he made the D and the R into the Daredevil logo. Uh-huh. And I'm like, no, oh, that's that's fun. I bet Zdarsky did that on purpose. Of course he did. Because he's a designer. Yes, that's right. But uh, art, uh, excellent writing, good story, fine. Uh, I recommend it, but I don't recommend you got to read the like the whole thing. Okay. It's only four issues uh, unless you read the tie-ins, which, of course, you probably will need to in order to get any of this stuff. Uh, Matthew Terlaga, I know it won't happen, but I figured I might as well swing for the fences and recommend a future back issues covering something from the Tangent universe, maybe their version of Green Lantern. It's actually funny you should mention that because Tangent Green Lantern is one of Tiffany's favorite Green Lantern costumes. I like love that Lantern costume. I don't know why, I just do. Yep, you, and that's been like a long time. Yeah. Mariah <laughs> uh, Lewis, 97, can't catch the show live being at work, but love uh, and happy Valentine's Day to you both and the rest of the Comic Thought Gang. Well, thank you very oh, much, Mariah. Thank Bri. you. Have a good week. And much we'll love see you guys. back at you. Yeah, when you, when you come back. Uh, Lee Allen, Hey Tiff, what's a Doctor Strange you'd recommend to a newbie aside from BKV and Aaron's run? Sorry, this is random. I have no time to stick around. Okay, uh, no time to stick around. That means you might already be gone. Uh, as I said earlier, if you can find Into Shibala by Dimateus, go grab that because it's like a really trippy, out there kind of book. Self-contained. Very self-contained. Oversized. Oversized. Very oversized. Uh, again, you can go grab the Dicko stuff. You can grab the Stern stuff. <sighs> Don't pay the ferryman. I'm just. Um, I was trying to preempt the comment that that's was going to come. True. But uh, and um, uh, what's the other thing? The, the other self-contained Doctor Oh, uh, Triumph and Torment, of course. I know it's also very much a Doctor Doom book, but I think they kind of, for me, they both share the spotlight in there. And, and I, it really just shows, showcases like Strange's desire to help, um, but also like the time like where he like walks the line sometimes doing something that maybe he shouldn't be doing yeah. necessarily. Um, but yeah, definitely grab that. Uh, also, you know, it's fun to check out the 90s run for sure yeah. like you can just kind of drop in on that sometimes they're they have a lot of like arcs you can kind of look up like the arcs and like That's maybe right. something jumps out at you um he's tra- crossed over with ghost rider a little bit there um yeah. it's fun you can it's find so, every issue for in a nickel bin so campy and fun um also i think it was during wade's second run because you guys also pick up wade strange i enjoyed that more than i enjoyed wade later on Yes. On yeah, Wade's run on Strange as opposed to his mini series. Yeah, his mini series Strange is a lot of fun. Um, it involves like a really random like daughter. Yes, a new character. Um, uh, so you could grab that as well. Yeah. Uh, like I said earlier, you could always grab the uh, JMS um, run if you want to see something that some like there's some stuff from the movie uh, that you'll be like, oh, could this be where this came from? Maybe. I don't know. It's not my favorite, though. Yeah. Um, but during the Wade run, there was that annual with Clea in it. Mm-hmm. I loved that annual. Mm. So good. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so let's talk about the 10 deaths of Wolverine or X deaths of let's Wolverine. Number two of five. Do it. From Ben Percy and Federico Vicentini. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the like companion piece, the 10 lies of Wolverine uh, and the continuation of Moira McTaggart's story uh, without Hickman. And uh, boy, can you feel it? in this like in a big bad way in a way that makes me want to drop the book Uh, i just don't care about like what percy and or duggan and or anyone who wants to take up the reins uh, sobolski like people who are in charge of marvel whoever pushed hickman to leave in the first place uh wants to do with the x-men i i couldn't care less Mm -hmm. like i just i wow was i like not interested in the the journey she was in uh art i loved the art in this book like it's so too. like weird and goofy and crazy and kinetic and yeah like every page every panel is just like something whoa! like it's extreme but in a yeah. fun way and like it's just action uh 
so I really enjoyed that. Uh, the writing, it's fine. You know, Percy knows Wolverine. Mm-hmm. Wolverine's not really in this book, but he, uh, you know, but there's like a duplicate, which we find out more about uh, in like the, the the log book from Sage, which basically says that like Jean conjured another Wolverine, basically. Or she, a, she suspects. She suspects that. That may not be what it is, though. I hope not, because that that's pretty well, lame. Because, yeah, because, well, it's not conjured. It wouldn't be conjured. It's because they're doing something that involves the time stream. So they may have created a... a entry point yes because the pod that he came in is like thousands of years old yes which points to the one life that she had where she lived for however long yeah yeah like where it's just her and wolverine they live in like the the and the phalanx thing because it's made of phalanx and it can it can feel her phalanx arm yes i don't don't know what they're getting at here sometimes they give you like false information there or like you know just like something to breadcrumb you down the wrong path yeah i don't think they're doing that i don't think they're talented enough to do that I, I really don't. I think they're just kind of like whatever. Um, there's a funny, it's actually funny that I saw the sequence where uh, Moira cuts her phalanx arm off in the bathtub. Yeah. Um, before I read the book and uh, somebody posted it on like Reddit or something where they were like, um, Disney Marvel is making comics that are like for children and they're, every issue is so sanitized. And then posted this page where they're like, it's not. If you're complaining about Disney Marvel and everything, like, the Disney vacation of Marvel comics, like look no further than Moira McTaggart butt ass naked in a tub filled with like iodine iodine, drinking whiskey straight from the bottle cutting her arm off with a butcher's knife and then searing it shut with an iron yeah um yeah it is pretty hardcore and like it's not in any way less tame or or more tame or less extreme than any other marvel comic would be unless it had a max title on it yeah um but yeah uh the i the once moira cut off the phalanx arm that hickman gave her I was like, yeah, I see what you're doing. Like you're, you're, you're metaphorically cutting Hickman free of the X-Men and with it, my interest. Well, you look deeply into that. I was like, no, this is like, you know, they give the reason that like, that's how they're tracking her. Yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. That's how like evil Wolverine is tracking her. That's how Mystique's tracking her. Is it though? That's what she said. That's what she thinks. Well, when they open the door, she like Mystique does see the arm there. Right. But like Mystique is also like really good at, tracking i don't know in any case she also dies but like you know whatever like they'll they'll bring her back but mystique is dead which is great because it means the x-men are gonna be like uh yeah you're on the end of the line she should be but she won't because they need her for this of course they do yeah because this is the like get moira book um there's some cool action sequences of like future evil phalanxy and wolverine doing like neat stuff but again i i I don't know it turns into a deck it turns basically into a terminator book after this which i do like terminator but like again you know, this feels like a book that's just trying to say, like, forget this ain't this ain't Hickman's Wolverine. This ain't you know. This... Meanwhile, I'm really enjoying the Ten Lives of Wolverine. Yeah, no, that's great. That one's a lot of fun. But eventually, they're gonna have to cross over more. So, so yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see how it goes. You read this book too? I did. Think? I didn't mind it too much. I I like the other one better. Yeah, I, I think like, everybody likes. I like it Lives a lot more than I like the deaths. Um. Well, especially Again, since this isn't really about Wolverine or deaths at all. It's just about Moira. Well, I mean, and we'll see because we'll see what this Wolverine well, is. Yeah, that's, you know, it's funny. Like, that's really what I'm interested in. I'm less interested in the Krakoan style cancer that she has no. or, you know, Mystique's like <sighs> Mystique and Destiny really just need to get over themselves. Right. Like, I was just like, they, like this is like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. They're like, they're like the most belligerent. Yes. 
and like like and and they i guess because like she's on the quiet council like destiny is yeah. and, and mystique i guess yeah they both are but uh I, I guess they just think they can do whatever they want By the way, because, i feel like, like that's a an issue yeah i do scott and gene weren't on the quiet council together he was a captain she was on the council but it wasn't like a pairing of like no. people who are like romantically involved or yeah. on there i feel like that is actually an issue also more is a human and isn't this one of your laws and like i I guess they're they're riding high from spilling the beans on Xavier legitimately hiding the truth about her from everybody because that's exactly what you need to do in that situation. But yeah. whatever, I guess that's a reason to have everybody be mad at you. So yeah, this is a fine book. Uh, I I wish it were. I wish. Uh, I can't wait to see Vicentini. I think I've seen him on Spider Man as well, uh, doing like three pages at a time. But uh, I'd love to see him on something else. Mm. Yeah. But again, like I'm more interested just in the Wolverine component of this, like just to see if they end up tying it back to to Powers of X. That's mm -hmm. kind of where I'm like, I dare you to do it. Yeah, I dare you to do it. Oh, they're doing it. They don't need you to dare them. Like tie back specifically to that. <laughs> yeah, if they do, then it's official that Hickman will never return. If they tie it back to Pox, yeah. Why? Because they'll ruin it. Oh, they might. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but at least with um Ten Lives, you know, we get to see Wolverine go through and relive some of his history, which That's is like a cool idea. it's gotta be rough for him. Yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> uh ruben uh says happy valentine's day i want to recommend day. a spanish comic that just published its final issue super lopez a spanish superhero thank you thank you wait was yours the super chat we missed last week because we like literally ended yeah it could be if so we did see it yeah so thank you for lo siento that. and gracias for helping us out uh so yeah uh let's see here out of that i think we're done for comics yeah so let's talk about the doctor strange trailer Woo! Doctor Strange 2 in the Multiverse of Madness. Uh, so uh, the big game dropped a big trailer that has like endless speculation and tons of references and characters and stuff. Uh, a couple of breakout things. Let's talk a little bit about like what the like just all the references, all the all the all the little teases before we get into like okay. characters and expectations and stuff like that. Sure. Um, uh, America Chavez was a big breakout like appearance or had a bunch of appearances in this. Uh, I saw a thing that was like is America Chavez in this trailer? I'm like, yeah, she's like nonstop in this trailer. They announced she was in the, <laughs> yes. she, she's in everyone. Knew she's that. in concept art for Spider-Man like three, like yeah. she's everywhere. But uh, yeah. So America Chavez is in it. I, I think the idea is that like, she's going to be Dr. Strange's like ride along character who will, well, yeah, he needs one. So why may not make it one that he's never had? Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Why not introduce Maybe a character? Not never that would, had, but well, like, that absolutely of, should not out be of, out of the, laundry list yeah the laundry list of people who have been ride-alongs for yeah Doctor, for Strange, Doctor Strange. i would not put america chavez at the high no. the, the top of that list uh, not at all not at all but she is obviously going to be like <laughs> a, a big factor in this series uh or into this in this movie uh, she'll probably get a spinoff after this um there is a mysterious glowy character that who has appeared. captured the minds of everyone i wanted to get that out of the way because just, i don't care do and i'm just like I, we we paused it ourselves and we watched the trailer for the first time and i was like it looks like they have a beard like i thought it was just a like a superpowered doctor strange yeah but uh everyone's like they're saying it's monica they're saying it's captain marvel they're like they're saying that it is iron man they're saying I, that it's human torch. that's human torch that it's like it, it could be anybody i think it's deliberately cg'd to be blurry and hard to see yeah. for that reason yeah um don't forget you're also dealing with a movie with magic in it it could be literally anything yeah it also could just be america chavez with more powers yeah which is probably what it is do you have any theories no because that was like you just couldn't care less <laughs> weird i wanted to see a doctor strange movie 
Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, I had that thought uh, today. I actually it occurred to me because, like, <laughs> I would like, like, I remember re hearing how uh, what was it? Tom Holland was like, yeah, when when Sony was going to take their toys and go home, they were just going to make like a, a movie where where Craven hunted Spider Man, uh -huh. and that was going to be the movie. Yeah, and then they were like, oh well, uh, now that it isn't that, let's just have like the biggest Spider Man movie of all time. And listen, I made a billion dollars during a pandemic, so sure, like, well, that was the right call. Yeah, uh, but I realized like I'm never going to get like a 40 million dollar spider-man movie where he just deals with like the shocker yeah uh like i every spider-man movie from now until judgment day is going to be the biggest movie ever made yeah it's just never going to happen <laughs> and dr strange is another one where it's like he is a household name he's a massive member of the mcu iron man is friggin dead so who else are you going to use no, I know. so every dr strange movie from now until they don't make money anymore mm -hmm. is going to be the biggest gd movie of all time oh yeah no. and like doc maybe just needs a series yeah and i think that's exactly what it is because like we right before we were leaving to or right before we started doing this i was like you know it from this trailer, which I know we were going to get into talking more yeah. about, but like, I just want to say this, my, my piece, I'm not saying I don't think this looks like a fun movie. Cause I think it does look like a fun movie. And I think it is going to be a fun movie, but this trailer has clearly made it out that Dr. Strange's greatest power is showing you things you want to see that have nothing to do with him. Necessarily. Yes. Giving you things <laughs> you want to see from other stuff. Yeah. Like that's it. That's his greatest power, whether it be in his own movie or in Spider-Man. That is his power. Yes. Dr. Strange he is a makes portal maker. stuff happen. Yep. For you. Yeah. For anyone other me. than a Dr. Strange fan. <laughs> like, and, and I'm like, I'm not saying we won't But how can you more. say that, Tiffany, when cosmetically you're getting all the Dr. Strange things you want? He physically turns into things that you see from comic books. He says lines from comic books. Isn't that what makes a good story about a character is that he makes references to other things you know? That's not what it is. And I'm not saying before there's like 12,000 comments, which I right over there. I see him down there. Yeah. Um, saying about how like, oh, but there is stuff there's clearly references it's like yes but a those aren't the biggest things and b that's not the thing that most people are excited about and don't tell me that this is one of those like, oh they're trying to get butts in the seat they don't necessarily need it to get butts in and the they're seat. not going to trick you they, they are not going to use dr strange 2 to trick people into watching a legitimate psychodrama about a like a, a man on a redemption quest like yeah. it is going to be non-stop references cameos and cool stuff it will dr strange be at the four yeah is he gonna fight an evil version of himself sure yeah will that be like the fulcrum upon which the entire movie rests probably sure he's in such a weird space yes because it's he's like, not even sorcerer supreme right now he's not sorcerer supreme i bet he i bet he is by the beginning i get it you know it makes like the reason they gave fine whatever he's not sorcerer supreme he never has been yeah. really um uh tiffany technically he was though how can you say that I don't understand subtlety or hyper or hyperbole. <laughs> you have to, you can't just say, you can't share an opinion without also prefacing that it is your opinion. Nah. You have to also, you, you, I just take whatever you say at face value. Okay. I trust all of you to be better than that. <laughs> be better than that troll we just made up who doesn't really exist. And I'm sure you won't see in the comments um, anyway. But yeah, no, like he's just in such a weird space right now where like we're dealing with a character who is simultaneously supposed to be not good at his job, but also supposed to be a role model. Yes for like other characters right like it's just so like it, they clearly don't know right anyway yeah so, so cameos you know uh cameos or are, are, are references abounds. like glowy guy uh evil dr strange there was like the one who said the line we saw three times yep or 13 times i should say yeah is that the evil dr strange or the dark dr strange from what if i assumed but it i didn't think so because I, everyone I calls assumed... him evil dr strange but he's not evil in the show right right unless it's like nightmare 
Yeah, and that's the theory. That, that I think that's our theory is that this isn't Doctor Strange at all. The evil Doctor Strange that's like, ha things yeah. have gotten out of hand. Well, we do see something later on that like rather like our demony looking thing. So I am hoping that it is in fact nightmare. I saw some like speculation that it could be despair, which like at least it's a fear lord. But the fact is, it's like if we get despair in this movie before we put nightmare in there. I'm going to be a little annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> I think it is Nightmare. I think I think definitely Nightmare is in it. I think... Well, I know originally when it was not a Raimi movie, they were really going to focus on Nightmare. Yes. So now that it's Raimi, I think that's really where the question comes in. This is true. Like, did he decide to go down that path? Yes. Uh, what was it? The Path of Nightmares. <laughs> yes, The Path of Nightmares. Uh, we saw a, a Minotaur Man. It's Rintra. It's, it's Rintra. It's Rintra, which is interesting because Rintra is an extra-dimensional being who is also a um, like disciple of strange. They have, a, they have an interesting history. Check it out. Like he's said, he's a good guy. Yes. I, I think they're going to throw guy. all of that out of the way. I think that well, seeing because, him at Camartage because the fact that he's interdimensional or extra dimensional, I was like, is he here because of what happened? Yes. And they just signed him up. Yes. I anyway. think that Camartage like pulled in all these different sorcerers from the multiverse. Rinch is one of them. Yeah. And he's just, he's the only minotaur green minotaur that showed up. So they're like, we're going to focus on him a little bit. Played by Bruce Campbell. Played by Bruce Campbell. I don't, I, that's my guess. Right. That's That was my guess from the get-go. As soon as Bruce Campbell, like, as soon as Sam Raimi was announced, the joke was like, who would he play? I'm like, well, it's Rintra. Yeah, Rintra. But that was before we knew we Rintra was even going to be there and that there were, like, the Build-A-Figures. He's a big, yeah. This movie version is a Build-A-Figure for Legends. But yeah. yes, uh, is in it. I don't think is going to make it out of this movie alive. Uh, Christine Palmer's in the movie. She's getting married. Uh, I know that there were theories that, like, this is, like, an alternate version of Doctor Strange getting married. Like, this is a life you could have had. I think that this is actually, like, in the main universe, and it's just, like, she moved on. That's fine. They need to get her out of here. Yeah, because, they need like... To get this, her out of here. Because and... no story about Doctor Strange has ever been interesting where he's in love with somebody. Well, there has, but... But, they... like, there's one. But, like, make way for her. Right. <laughs> make, make... Get, get out of here, Christine Palmer. I'm right. sorry. Yeah. You're not playing the night nurse, first of all. No. Like, just, You're, just get out of the yeah, way. We can save some money if we get Rachel McAdams the hell out of this franchise. Yeah. Um, we see alternate versions of the city. We see, like, you know, nightmarish versions of things. We see there's a, there's a shot where America Chavez jumps through a star-shaped portal and she gets grabbed by what looks like crimson bands. And then there's this crimson bandy looking guy. I think it's the, the entity known as Cytorak. That's fine. I'd uh, be okay with that in a big, bad way. Oh, yeah, because it, maybe someone will say his name. Right. <laughs> I, well, listen. When Infinity War happened, they they weren't able to say that, but they were able to put it in there and just go like, you know what that is? Yeah, but come on, it's the same with Shumagorath. There's a theory that uh, they can't say Shumagorath for some reason because of like the Conan license or because of Lovecraft or something. Uh, so now they're calling him Gargantos, which is another Marvel character that's connected to, to, yeah, to and Submariner. But that is 100. I'm sick of hearing it. I don't want to hear about your Lego figures. That is Shumagorath oh, from Marvel vs. Capcom 2. It There's is. No question it's about it in my mind. disappointed that he's so tiny. <laughs> I mean, he could be any size he he's wants. He's like a little guy. Well, he's pretty big. He's throwing buses and stuff. Yeah, but, like, but that's not like the big floating Leviathan. That yeah, that's out, that has its own dimension. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, listen, maybe it is. Maybe it's because the multiverse. Like, it could be Shumagorath is like a funny joke. Sure. In the opening of the movie where it's like, oh, man, I helped whatever that kid's name is. I don't remember. But Spider-Man's OK. And then he walks out his door. Shumagora's whipping whipping buses because yeah. the multiverse is cracked. And mm -hmm. this is the proof. I mean, clearly they fight Wong. And I think maybe that's why Wong like looks all beat up because of it. But Shumagora is in it. They're calling him Gargantos, maybe. Or nobody knows anything. Right. Uh, there's also a cool statue of Doctor Strange. I think would imply that like uh, Doctor Strange did the sacrifice in Endgame, and if not, and not Iron Man, who knows? That could be. Or it's just way in the future, and like Doctor Strange does something really, really cool that we never get to see. That, right. That warrants a statue. Sure. Uh, Wanda. 
Yeah. They said that from the beginning. Yeah, like we, from, knew, we knew before she was there was even be a, a script. They said she was going to be like a major player. Yeah, exactly. And like you know, obviously, thanks to her show, she has also had like you know, she's played around with realities and and other such things and got in trouble for it. She has so. a special book. She does have a special book, which is clearly going to be a problem. We'll see if that comes into play, whether or not it is a, a linchpin or crux or just something that like we know is floating around there. I think, yeah, probably right. Uh, it depends because that could, they, if they if if they have a modicum of being able to like contain themselves, they might hold off. But yeah. It depends because it really depends on which way they're going with this because they really are hyping the multiverse element of this. Yes. Which is funny because it's like they're making it out to be that like almost like Doctor Strange is the villain. Right? Because he did bad. So we right. haven't really seen much of that. We've seen like images, but they're not like, here's the plot. Yeah. Which I appreciate. I yeah, appreciate. I'm, I'm kind of we excited because I have no idea. for them to destroy that for us. Yes. Don't worry. But I'm kind of excited because I don't know what the hell's happening in this movie. Like yeah. we see a zombie version of Doctor Strange mm -hmm. or not. Uh, I think it is. And I think that's the strongest what if reference. Although I think we did see a cracked version of Peggy Carter's Captain Carter shield. Mm-hmm. So what if is not only canon, yeah. but like maybe Jeffrey Wright will be watcher. And that's He's why, not in the trailer. And that's why I think a lot of people are indicating that that, that dark version could be like the strange from there. Yeah. What if Dr. Strange? It, yeah. yeah. It I, could be. I don't think it is. I think we're like, I think they're, they're like, we're doing, we, we have multiple ideas mm. uh, with that's multiple I'm saying. Stranges. It could be nightmare mocking him. That'd be really cool. <laughs> I love that idea. Um, and that's the thing is that when the, when the trailer opens, we see this like really cool nightmarish version of the sanctum mm -hmm. in like, a big empty area mm -hmm. and I, I when the trailer opens he opens his eyes and like then the, there's a couple of transitions and we see him in bed and stuff i think like the theme of nightmares is like the germ of a story that this trailer is supposed like yeah, if, if movie... you were you were to carve out all the stuff yeah all the chavez's spider people and uh and, and other cameos we'll get into you, you this is what the doctor strange movie is about yeah. It's about and, Doc having like a nightmare. By the way, like if that is what this is, then Marvel will have decided that they should have done the complete opposite of what Sony did when they created their Spider-Man trailer, which was to like give you some like idea of what might be happening, but really hide away the cameos and such, right? Yeah. As opposed to this being like, it's really about this, but it's not. Yeah. Don't be mad. Right. Well, then people are going to be mad. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, they're, they're, I think the and hope is. And they won't is, be mad because it's a bad movie. They'll be mad because they like, oh, I thought it was going to be all this. Yeah. How come Wolverine didn't show up? Because it's, I'm sorry. Is it is it Wolverine and the, the multiverse, multiverse of, of madness? madness? No, but they said multiverse. And when they said multiverse, I ascribed all of my expect all of my unrealistic fanboyish expectations onto a title and that I, like a bunch of people who are paid by millionaires to like figure out. And I completely forgot about any of the words that came before it, like Doctor and Strange. Yeah, big time. Well, plus, well, here's the thing. Doctor Strange is nobody's favorite character. Like, that's the approach. Um, hey, there's also a shot. He's your favorite character. I know that, but like, uh, there's also a like TV spot that showed a better glimpse of the Defender Doctor Strange. Yeah, like he's actually like because I know like you when you saw that you were like, what the hell? I'm like, what is it? He's like, you're like, no, it's the, the black. And I'm like, it's just blue. Yeah, but in the but no, it's it's a better image of that. Mm -hmm. And yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I love. I I think that's just another Doctor Strange. Yeah, maybe they're just like, and here's what I don't want is oh, Spider Man. God. Um. What was the movie just called? No Way Home. No Way Home. I'm like, is it No Way Home? Home to Dome? Yeah, home, I don't know. Home again. Um, homeward Bound. Um, I don't want it to be like Spider-Man, like No Way Home, 
2.0. Right. With Doctor Strange. Like, here's a better Doctor Strange who shows up and goes, like, you're going to get it one day, kid. So long. Yeah, where it's like they all show up and they're like, hey, let's all work together. I don't think you're going to get. cast spells. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. And like, I think he will them, encounter other Doctor Strange. Maybe this Doctor Strange is like, I say words. And I'd be like, can we go with him? I think that's exactly what they're going to do. They're, he's going to be like, you know, the winds of Watu. Yeah, that'd be so ah! cool. I, I, it'd be great to get one version that does that. It's so great. Well, plus, like, you know, it'd be so spoilers for No Way Home, but like, Spider Man of the MCU changes his costume inspired by his brothers. Uh huh. Like makes it more spidery, gets like more blue and stuff. This Doctor Strange could be like, I really like saying, like, I like the idea of saying all the spells out loud. I'd be okay with that. Right? Or like, oh, it'd be great if this uh, Doctor Strange is like, you still use a sling ring? What is that? You know, you don't have to use that. That's garbage. You know, if you're Source <laughs> Supreme, you can just make portals. Yeah. And he's like, what? Yeah, it'd be nice if anyone inv invoked the Vashanti or yeah. Hoggeth or... Right. If, if ever you're going to see the Hori hosts or you're going to meet the Vashanti, it's going to be in this movie where he could fall. I mean, like the fact that is in the, in the first movie when he falls through all the dimensions... You could have had any characters show up in that and See, said nothing. And this is where the idea of like cameo. That's a cameo. Is is a problem for me because as we get into, or we're going to get into, yes. there is a council that clearly he's going to come before and it's not the one it should be. Oh, you mean it's not like, uh, it's not like the council of the Vashanti? Like it's like the, the, the magic council? Yeah. No, this is the Illuminati. I know. One, 100%. Now, some uh, version of it. Yes, it's a multiversal Illuminati because the implication is Doctor Strange is arrested probably for like saving Spider Man. Uh, he's probably taken in by the TVA, although uh, it looks nothing like the TVA no, that we saw. they're Ultrons. Uh, but they're Ultrons, yeah. They're, well, they're Ultron Iron Men people that take him away. And he's brought before a secret council. This, I think, lends all the credence to the idea that, like, yeah, we hired Tom Cruise to go. We went to his house. We brought the hair and makeup people. He wore a mocap suit. And he sat in a chair. Because, you know, like Nick Fury in Far From Home. When he interacts, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's not there. Yes. And it like you, he's not even holding a gun. They CG the gun and he just went like this. Yeah. Like what? So my guess is that everyone in this council is a like fun other movie franchise character that represents the Illuminati mm -hmm. with a couple of like added splashes. Cause if you're going to do the Illuminati, you could have Black Bolt, Namor, Reed Richards, Tony Stark, Doctor Strange, like you could have all of the members of the fan of, of the Illuminati yeah. appear on this thing and all of them come from other franchises with the exception of Namor, who you could just cast. Right, wasn't Namor supposed to be in Black Panther people are thinking? Uh, I've heard he's going to be in this and I've heard he's going to be in Black Panther. Right. I, so I've heard, I've heard he's going to be in everything. Yeah. I mean like, there was like a reference to like water in one of the movies and you know, everyone's like, oh Namor! I'm like, yeah, sure. <laughs> but like, so we get to the, we get the, the, the council. Uh, the, the Illuminati. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, this is, I think, going to be the biggest cameo moment, in, the biggest cameo for everybody else moment in the movie. Mm -hmm. You know, like America Chavez, I think, is going to be like open up star portals and stuff. And it'll be like fun blink and you'll miss it moments like you saw in Loki, where it's like there's a car or there's a shield or a or a throg, yeah. you know, but like that's it. Yeah. This is the scene where it's like we shot this eight weeks ago. <laughs> Everyone in this scene was filmed in their houses with a skeleton crew so that like nothing got leaked. Yeah. And then we just plopped them in. Yep. Nothing here was real. Right. You know, like Benedict Cumberbatch walked onto a green screen and reacted to nothing. 
and all these other actors reacted to nothing. And that's yeah. why it's like, yeah, Eon Grufford from like Tim Story's Fantastic Four will be Reed Richards. And, you know, like, like I said, uh, what's his name? Uh, Tom Cruise will be Iron Man. And those are his Iron Men. And, uh, and, and Patrick Stewart's Professor Charles Xavier yeah. will be the Professor Charles Xavier of this universe. And he's like, oh, you haven't found the mutants yet. You know, that kind of thing. Patrick Stewart's in the trailer. Yeah. If you've watched Picard, you know what he sounds like now. That's Patrick Stewart. Yep. It's an over. It's also an over-the-shoulder shot, and he's shorter. And there's a big empty space over Doctor Strange's right shoulder where a chair would be. Right. And I'm assuming it'll be a wheelchair. See, now it's hard though because like there could be more people sitting there, and they could have taken them out, like we saw in um, No Way Home's trailer, where yes. they like went in to remove some things so that you couldn't guess. Yeah. Yeah. So they could be clearly like attempting to keep us from being able to tell silhouettes. Absolutely, I think they are. Uh, although some people have already zoomed in on like one of the potential Reed Richards. Uh, who knows? Enhance. Enhance. Oh yeah. So it's like four pixels, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah. Um, if you throw away everything about Dr. Strange, like if you like, like, is it John Krasinski? I bet it is. Oh God. And you know, who'd be Sue Storm, Emily Blunt, you know, they're married in real life. They have such real on-screen, on-screen chemistry. That's not acting. No, it's not. <laughs> also like their chemistry isn't nearly as good as hers with, as his with Pam in one episode of the office than in that freaking quiet movie not saying they don't have chemistry they're married obviously they have chemistry i'm just saying like in one situation whatever it doesn't anyway matter. that's not what we're i'm, I'm also not suggesting that they should make like jen fisher <laughs> Sue Storm. no but i also don't think uh john krasinski should be freaking reed richards either so uh but if you throw away all the doctor strange stuff and you're just like this is the this is all like you just call it the marvel's multiverse of madness movie yeah directed by sam friggin Raimi. yeah uh you this would be a really exciting crazy ass fun ass movie and i think that you know we saw like two minutes and 20 seconds or whatever of this movie mm -hmm. and there are a lot of like characters and references and they did pick and choose like they they grabbed all this stuff and they shoved it in there mm -hmm. it could be this movie's two and a half hours long and 90 minutes of it are about this dude who did wrong who's trying to make up for it who has magic yep. and he's and he's being plagued by an asshole who can make nightmares right and also, there's this girl who has a denim jacket that is, like, cheating about the multiverse. Because in this version, he doesn't know who the, the multiverse is. He's very new to it. Because the multiverse is new to the MCU. Yeah. Because it was just created by Loki. So, uh, with that in mind, I, I still have some semblance of hope that there will be like a Doctor Strange movie in I here. I hope so. I just, I don't think that's what a lot of people are excited about. Uh, there's no way anybody is excited about there being like a Doctor Strange sequel or a Doctor Strange movie proper yeah. that just embraces this the, the inanity and, and ridiculousness of Doctor Strange. Mm -hmm. But I think if anybody could make, could could force Marvel to make a proper comic book Doctor Strange movie, you could do worse than Sam Raimi who loves Dr. Strange mm -hmm. and has clout enough to be like, I'm doing this. I hope so. No, I, I hope so. But like, I also don't want people to be like turned off by that. Like if you, right. Here's what you don't want to do. You, I would rather have low attendance due to like you telling the truth than yes. like you created like a like a killer opening weekend. Yeah, and then it turns out like nobody liked it because it wasn't what they thought it was going to be. Well, that's up done. That's honestly, I think that's, that's their fault. Like, I, I I liked No Way Home for two reasons. Mm -hmm. 
One of which is it was a pretty good story yeah. about this kid. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm very thankful that there was more to it than just two other Spider-Man. Right. You know, and, and all the stuff, the stuff that made me weep were not Tobey Maguire and Drew Garfield. No, it's true. And so I got my, I got to have my cake but and they, eat too in that situation. That was all that hype was generated outside of like trailers. You know what I mean? Yes. Like the hype that, that, you know, people were like there for. People went to see the movie to see three Spider-Man on screen. Because they were hoping that would happen. They yeah. didn't know. They no. didn't know, right? This is making promises. and, and uh, But is it like, making promises or is it just showing you cool shit well, and being it like. it shows you one thing and that's a check you can't that's a, But the difference, <laughs> I think the difference is Doctor Strange is not the number one superhero in the world. No, I know. And so like for, doc, for, for Doctor Strange, it's like, we're going to have to lie a little bit. But like, trust me, you like him, don't you? You're going to like his adventure. Well, I like him in the comics. I know, I know. And and there's a rumor. Which? Which I love yeah. that maybe in this multiverse, we'll see comic book Doctor Strange. I would like that a lot. That like he's going to fall through the multiverse and like there'll just be comic book pages. Now, what I would like, and I know they're not going to do this, so don't get mad at me, but I would like for, you know, he's going to interact with other Doctor Stranges. I'd like comic book Doctor Strange to peel off of the page and be a two-dimensional comic book colored character that like interacts with him and he's the one who's like well by the hoary hosts of hoggoth like i want ditko dr strange to peel off of the wall and be like hello I, and just i don't want i that. think that would be and especially with cg today i think that would look Here, freaking here's amazing why, here's why i don't want that because what that is going to give people the impression that Doctor Strange is nothing but a two-dimensional character. No, no one's going to look that deeply into this they movie. They might. No. It's just a fun visual. It's they're, for you. They're never going to make Maybe that. Maybe they should do that for Spider-Man. I'd be okay with that. They already did that. They did a cartoon of that. No. Like, real. They slap those comic book pages down on the, on, on the on, on, in the pile, and they don't make any sense. Like Eric Larson's is uh, like Spider-Man is one of them. And like Ramita's is the other. It doesn't make any sense. There's no, there's no congruity, but uh, yeah. So hey, look, if they throw 1602, if we see a peek into oh that, my God, wouldn't that be just cool? Like a quick, like, boom, like, here's the thing. How many more Dr. Strange movies are you going to make? That's this really is the time it, to do them all. Like, and that's what it is. Like, all I'm saying is like the hype I want people to feel about this is that it's about Dr. Strange and yes. not about like, Oh, are we getting mutants from this? Are we getting that? Are we getting like, no, the, dude, there, we, there is just, no conversation. Can we, about just, can we just enjoy the fact that they're making another Dr. Strange movie. And like, maybe he might actually be Dr. Strange in it. That That'd would be, be really kind of cool. cool. That'd yeah. be kind of cool. Yeah. It'd be cool if they could find a place that like they felt comfortable with him. Yes. Because it's like when you look at like his progression, it's really weird. Yes. Like in terms of like movie timelines, like when you see him in Thor. Oh, yeah. That's a different Doctor Strange. It's just a different guy. It's just a very different guy in a very different place in his life. But a good Doctor Strange. Good Doctor Strange. Well, just because Taika Waititi likes Doctor Strange. Well, maybe he should have directed this. Maybe. But uh, you know what? I think I think <laughs> Sam's got it. I think like you got to we'll get say, people who are Sam's like Sam's going to have to work hard to prove it to me. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, well, and it's because I like, think he's going to, and it's because like I'm not the biggest Sam Raimi fan. I, I appreciate his work, yes, but I'm not like a huge like oh my gosh, I think he's like a phenomenal director. Like I'm just like I appreciate what he does, mm-hmm. and he's also dealing with my guy. Yeah, so it's like I I'm gonna go in there not with low expectations, but I'm gonna be as neutral as possible. You got to try, yeah. In, in my to, case, I never even think about. You got to move the barometer. Yeah, when it comes to Spider Man, you know, people are like, oh my god, I hate I hate uh, you know whoever the hell made those movies, and I'm like, I don't even remember who made them. <laughs> <laughs> um 
so yeah uh connor says what hero are best in committed relationships who are better single and who is a better heartbroken uh that's a big loaded question i'm just gonna say richards is a like the richards family is like one of the best strongest relationships you'll ever see batman being single is the best and spider-man obviously is the one that people like to make heartbroken anyway Timothy. I agree with all of those things. Thank you. Uh, Sean Conwell says, Hey guys, new graveyard shift has me missing these streams live, but glad to catch them. Uh, this one trailer looks great. Hope they keep humor low and horror high. Hope to see Patrick Stewart, professor X again. No I need to hope he'll be there. I hope they keep the like cheesy humor low, but like Dr. Strange should have an air of sarcasm yes. to him. And like, however you take that, but if you're from the East coast, which like strange is supposed to be that, like yeah like he's got that like new yorker like wit to him yeah. right so he needs that sarcasm I agree. in there um even if it's dry yeah like, i think he's gonna be very dry especially with like america shops being like gee golly we're gonna go through star-shaped portals and have a yeah. grand old time like i think he's gonna be like oh my god so like if we if we keep that that's yeah. that's good uh tinfoil tyrant uh if ultron bots are a go is it possible ultron imprinted on whatever variant tony we get no i think uh the tony we're gonna get is the peter parker like into the Spider-Verse blonde character. Like, here's mm -hmm. the Tony Stark who just worked out. Yeah. Everything worked out great. He's like, I was never an alcoholic. Yeah, like, yeah, right? No, it's like, well, I can control my drinking. I enjoy a good scotch every now and then. Yeah, I, I never went to a cave. Right. I just, I just decided to do this. Yeah. No, I, I, I think that's the Doctor Strange, or the, the, the Iron Man we're going to get. Cosmic Reader, I'm worried Doctor Strange 2 is going to end up like Book of Boba Fett, where the movie where it's just more about the cameos than it is about the main characters. No, I agree with that. Although I wasn't, I, I don't think Bo the Book of Boba Fett was strong enough because they didn't rely enough on or have faith enough. They in, didn't have enough story. For they didn't have enough Fett. story, unfortunately, but that's on them. It's yeah. on them. And so then they leaned on, ca on cameos for sure. And that's what I agree. I'm afraid yeah. of that. Adam Thenhouse, uh, Chris Evans, Torch, and Sir Patrick Stewart for the win. You're, seriously, though, I hope this isn't Professor Ralph Boner. Uh, keep them lights on. Thank you. Yeah, no, I think that if they're going to call him something else, they should go with something like Amanda Hug and Kiss or uh, Mike Roch or Hugh Jass. would be a good name. Uh, young Goku over 1000. Happy made up holiday for you too. Didn't Hickman at least help plan the next three years of, of X books? Could have sworn I read that. Yeah. He, yeah. Well, even if like, just because you have a plan doesn't mean that you have like the same like guiding hand because like Teeny and he worked on Excalibur together so like there was like I think a lot of a like, collaboration yeah. there. Well, and like at least let, early on. Let's say that I was like Jerry Duggan or Ben Percy, and I like suddenly got in charge of the X offices, and uh, there was a guy who doesn't work here anymore who told me what he wants me to do with his story. Uh, I'm not gonna listen to him. I don't need to, because I don't know if you know this, but like comic books have huge egos. Valentino G says madness. I say madness. Also, <laughs> happy Valentine's Day. Thanks a lot, man. Happy Valentine's Day to you as well. Uh. So some fire bruh uh would it be funny shaking if my head there you go would it be funny if professor x in the trailer is actually onslaught that would be funny that's never gonna happen i wouldn't get excited about that uh kit kat sneak attack fingers crossed for a dr orpheus cameo Wait, sal did his impression i was no. like <laughs> that is dr strange i mean like listen he's warner brothers they're never gonna do that no uh denton films i love jim from the office but i would much prefer raul kali yes. the sheriff from midnight mass as mr fantastic no i'm right there with you also happy valentine's day i'll take him as anyone in the marvel universe he's such an incredible actor he was also in the haunting of bly manor mm -hmm. he's just he has a lot of range yeah and yeah, he's yeah. good yeah authentic apathy there's a theory that the xavier in the trailer is the one from the 90s x-men now that the cartoon is getting revived that's funny no <laughs> 
be amazing. He's gonna have a big yellow chair. Yeah. I, I think they're gonna give him the chair. There's they, no way he's not gonna get the nineties chair. They give him the big yellow chair. Yeah, they're giving him the big yellow chair, but it will be like si- just, the singer verse. Big crazy eyebrows. <laughs> what happened to you, man? Kiko one, please feel free to make fun of the Krasinski casting more. I don't know how it started, but it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's gotten completely out of hand. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> Like I remember, like first hearing it and being like, oh, "That's a pretty good idea," and then just being like, "But you know, it's a really good idea." That idea, and I'm like, "Holy shit, dude!" No. Christopher Colbert says, uh, "Civil War was just Avengers two and a half. In a perfect world, this would be Doctor Strange movie." But like you said, uh, that won't put butts in seats to the level Disney wants. Yeah, I kind of wish he'd gotten his own series. Yeah. Right. Hey, listen, there's still like room now. Like Cumberbatch is used to making a show. That's true. If Doctor Strange two does good mm-hmm. but you know cumberbatch like throws it goes like hey wait a minute uh i'm the new robert downey jr of your universe mm-hmm. i want a tv show yeah but not like friggin hawkeye mm-hmm. like uh you know where it's just like it's dr strange fun music he's just you know monster of the week maybe or, yeah. or or you know whatever dr strange has had a lot of like different levels of like things going on in his stories whether it be something where it's like world ending or yeah. like universe ending or things that are just local to him like, right happening around him because like He's also just a guy who lives in New York. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they had if they could adapt any of them. I think they would do the Aaron run because like they'll take away. It'll be yeah. You know, it'll be it, it'll be like the death of magic. Yep. Or they could do Strange the Doctor is out where it's like you're not source of freedom anymore. What are you going to do now? Yeah. Give him a coat and have him like go just do like kind of like go to baseball games. <laughs> uh, Adam says, "I am I'll, I'll hop on board with you, Tiff. I really hope we get clea sooner rather than later because all i know is her from earth x yeah well because like here's what sucks too is like we introduced dormammu and the dark dimension but nothing really much about it like we saw mindless ones but there's no umar no there's no clea yeah by the way that uh that sorcerer is the strange book that she's starring in mm-hmm. she's wearing the earth x costume interesting because it's just like and, and what happened was apparently mckay or something was just like that costume is just too freaking cool looking. Okay. <laughs> uh, Comic Lantern 2, what do you think about the many Doctor Strange love uh, Multiverse of Madness and Midnight Suns? I love Doctor Strange, so I love it. I have no idea what that means. The first part is what's throwing me in. I think I'm just having a hard time parsing yeah. that for no reason. Well, do you? what do you think about that Midnight Suns game? The game? Because that's what he's, that might be what he's just talking about. What do you think about the many Doctor Strange love Multiverse of Madness and Midnight Suns. Maybe it's just like a lot of different Doctor Strange love is going around. You're getting oh, okay. the game and the movie and the, yes, you know. I mean, the game I'm going to play, I wish, again, it was less about characters that people know and more about introducing characters that maybe we were a little less familiar with. Right. Hey, um, Wolverine in a magic game. That's great. Cheers. Ruben, it was me. Maybe Tom Cruise is Superior Iron Man. I just, just how about, it's just Tom Cruise is Iron Man. Like, wh- wh- why has it got to be like some other deep cut? Like, how about just, like, don't confuse the shit out of your audience. It's just Tom Cruise being like, man, what if I had said yes to being... <laughs> well, yeah, well, then the MCU would not exist. No. But, like, yes, like, what if you would, What if you would like, fast-track the Iron Man movie back in, like, 2001? Uh, Ethan Ainsworth, I don't want to be morbid, but Pat's 81. No way are we getting another trilogy out of him. Do you think this Professor X appearance is a fan moment or set up for future films? He's a treasure, though. No, he's definitely not in... Like, this is just... Oh, yeah. They're setting up that there's multiversal things. Yeah. He is, they're not setting up that he is the mainline professor x they're just like this is the professor x for this scene he's from the multiverse we're not gonna see them again yeah. that's it. It, it like no professor x in the mcu will be someone else yeah whether it's james yeah, boy or new actor and maybe cares? like even this professor x is like seek me out yeah right look for me yeah, find me 
Yeah. Or like, you haven't found me yet? I haven't found you yet. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, Aaron, go check out this island, Dinda. <laughs> I, I, I really think, because there's a shot in the trailer where he falls through a thing and we see dinosaurs. Savage Land? I'm thinking that like, <laughs> yeah, I, I, here's the thing. I don't think that in the MCU today, you can get away with hiding the Savage Land. But I think that at the end of this, Earth Prime, like this Earth, is going to like get hit. Like it's going to become like a patchwork Earth. Where like the Savage Land is now here, Krakoa is here, Latveria is here. It's gonna be like Battle World from Secret Wars. That'd where it's be pretty like, dope. Where it's like, oh, well, the, listen, the world is different. They we, they have set it up where the MCU like uh, population of Earth is used to things just popping just, in and out. I mean, yeah, the, there's a dead celestial in the friggin' ocean. Mm-hmm. People disappeared. They came back. Yeah, yeah. So and, they'd be like, cool. This is life now. Yeah, and the Savage Land just being in the Arctic is just like, I mean, who's gonna notice? Besides a couple of geologists. Um, Aaron says, "Like paleontologists. Well, them. We're gonna go down there, like, <sighs> yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Ethan's gonna go down there. <laughs> I try to avoid spoilers, minus the trailers, because of No Way Home, and I try not to speculate. That being said, I hope this is a Doctor Strange movie first. That's what I'm saying. That's all nice. I want. That's all I want. Yeah. Um, Cat Lawyer will defend for treats. Happy Saltines Day. Salentine's oh, Salentine's Day. Day. Thank you. Salentine's Day. Harry Dickens says a Doctor Strange show like a multiverse Doctor Who." I'll just take a regular old like yeah, like like him, Sherlock, just, but it's Doctor Strange. Just him living in the city, yeah. doing doing little things. Yeah, yeah. I'm down. Yeah, like a Netflix like street level defenders like style Doctor Strange show. Yep, doing magic. Let's recommend some comics that are coming out this week. That we Let's do that. Pick up uh, the Amazing Spider-Man number eighty nine is coming out. Uh, we'll see how that goes. You know. Uh, Nightwing 89 comes out. Uh, Tom Taylor, Bruno Redondo. You love the cover for this? I do. I think it's really dynamic. I, I like it quite a bit. It's a Redondo cover, so of course it's going to yeah, be. Of course it is. Uh, you know, John is the main Superman. Nightwing was inspired by Superman. Mm-hmm. They don't have a lot of, they don't have a big rapport, so it'll be fun to see them interact. Uh, and well, I, they've, got, they've got a connection. Do yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, and uh, despite my best efforts, I have to recommend Hulk number four, Hulk number three. Again, I just, I tear through that book and I'm like, all right, that was dumb as hell. Uh, so uh, let's see how this goes. It, it just reads so fast. Okay. And it's like, I've never seen anything like it. <laughs> so, you know, I'm reading that. Uh, if you haven't read Batman the night, I didn't review it once before, but I did, but I will now Batman the night. Number one from Chip Zdarsky and Carmine D. Domenico is great. It's just, it's a really good book. I thought it was a one shot. That's how good it was. Um, it's 10 issues. Yeah. Wow. Uh, so I'll read the shit out of this. It's a great book. So read it if you if you can. Uh, despite Valiant's horrible association with NFTs, and I do not endorse that in any way, nor do I support them and their decision to uh, uh, grift, uh, Shadow Man number six comes out, and it's a good book. Uh, Pedro Andreo has a really, really great art style that lends itself to Shadow Man. Uh, if you haven't already read any of the new books that are coming out from Valiant, like despite their parent company like just shitting the bed as far as like being a parent company goes the publisher is just desperately trying to like eke out relevancy and the books that they are trying to do are actually like in keeping with what you would expect from that publisher not Mm -hmm. like lately but more more from like a publisher that like exists in the comic book spectrum Mm -hmm. like they're making books you want to read and this is one of them and if you haven't already you should read Saturday it's a good book um Timony uh X-Men number eight is coming out Jerry Duggan, uh, Javier Pina. Mm. Uh, 
I like I don't this this series is all over the place, but like in the best way possible. In the best way possible. I can't wait to see what happens with Captain Krakoa. No, oh my God, I feel so bad. Yeah. Uh, X Lives of Wolverine. This is the one I like more so than the deaths. Uh, Benjamin Percy writing this one. Uh, Joshua Cassara on art. Uh, digging this series. See how long this uh, holds out for me enjoying it. Yeah. Uh, Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow, number eight. Uh, the end of the Supergirl series by Tom King with art by Bilkis Evely. I am excited and not. Yeah. I'm excited and not for this. I don't want this to end, um, but I can't wait to see how they wrap it up. Uh, I have looked forward to this book each time it has come out, and it is going to leave a hole in my uh, monthly reading uh, from here on out. Um, I hope they do some sort of oversized edition of this. <sighs> I know they won't, yes. but I would very much like to see that. Very, very much like to see that because her artwork is phenomenal and I'd love to just have something a little bigger to really take a look at that. Agreed. Um, the future Eisner award-winning book, Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow. Yeah, for sure. Uh, there's a new Iron Fist series coming out. I'm going to give it a shot. Uh, why not? This is how it started with Shang-Chi, so I figure well, let me at least give one issue to Iron Fist number one written by Alyssa Wong with art by Michael Ying, Ying, Ying. I don't know how to say this. I'm sorry. I'm very much dead. Um, King Conan number three. Yeah. Jason Aaron, Mahmoud Asrar. Uh, freaking this book, man. I love Jason Aaron talking about King Conan. I really do. <laughs> it's just, I don't know. I just like it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ethan Ainsworth, by the way, says, Me and my pals make that carnage joke all the time now. If you can't fit into your schedule, please allow there to be carnage. And so forth. <laughs> uh, and Ruben says, If you can fit it in, if you can fit, if you can fit it, if you can fit it in your schedule, please allow there to be carnage. <laughs> uh, curio- uh, Ruben says, Curiously, what is your opinion of the ultimate strange? What a wasted opportunity. Yeah. A horrible wasted opportunity. Uh, if you ever bring back the ultimate universe, never let it go anywhere near Jeff Lowe. <laughs> uh, so there you have it everybody don't forget to like this video subscribe to our channel and check us out on youtube.com slash watch us on twitch.tv slash watch Tiffany play video games on Tuesdays and Wednesdays and we'll see you guys next week with another new episode of Off the Rack I am Sal and I'm Tiffany so long everybody bye